Welcome to a Time Shifters podcast, Time Hop episode. We discuss something that might not warrant a full episode, but we still wanted to share it with you. everyone and welcome back to a time shifters podcast time hop edition this is christopher i'm here with tom and we watched a screener of film coming out here in 2022 it's called surrogate now tom i will admit when i first saw this thing i hope i didn't oversell it i maybe i was just in the right mood but i thought this thing was freaky as hell <laughs> as i repeated to a friend of mine over and over again, you described it creepy as F. (laughs) And I'm like, I kept building myself up. I'm going to watch the movie that is creepy as F. (laughs) And it delivered. (laughs) Excellent. This is an Australian horror film starring Kesti Marassi. Uh, with an appearance by Jane Badler. Uh, that name may sound familiar. She was Diana from the original V uh, miniseries and television You know, I didn't series. look her up. I, I thought I recognized her. That's amazing. Yes. This is written by Beth King and David Willing, and it is Willing's feature detor- directorial debut. It's about a single mom and nurse, Natalie, who's on her way home from a remote clinic when she stops for some gas. Woman stumbles through the station in a very agitated state and talking to an imaginary friend. The woman finds her way to the station's garage and swallows a large dose of chemicals. Natalie tries to help her, but the woman succumbs to the poison. Natalie immediately feels ill, but seems to recover. But later that night, after returning home, she wakes up in a pool of her own blood. Checking herself into the emergency room, the doctor and a family services woman tell her that she has all the evidence of having given birth. They want to know where the baby is. Barely able to convince them that she was not pregnant and did not give birth, she returns home to her daughter, but slowly becomes apparent that she did not go home alone. Yeah, maybe it's just because kids are creepy. <laughs> and kids in horror they films have the potential and kids in horror films are extra creepy yeah, you put a, a a little girl in a nighty and make her completely filthy and kind of oily looking and yeah she creeps the hell out ah. <laughs> i think what i really liked most about this film is i don't know if you could like put it in a, in a single box you know this starts out with almost sort of a it's got a little a, a mystery aspect to it. Mm-hmm. Then it's got this little paranormal edge, and it turns into mm-hmm. a paranormal mystery, and then it turns into an outright horror film. I mean, it really develops nicely from the start of the film. You don't know where it's going when you first sit down to watch this thing. The movie that I can liken it to the most is um, The Ring. Yeah, I definitely got a little Ring vibe out of it. Yeah, but... You got the creepy girl. Um, there was a mystery to solve in the ring as mm-hmm, well. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's the whole, okay, you've solved the mystery. It doesn't make the terror part go away. Yes. <laughs> so, And this kind of follows that formula, but it takes it in a different, in a little different way. It brings it a lot closer to home. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, before we even uh, started talking about this, um, 
it's hard to miss the fact that this could be a huge trigger moment for for some folks. Uh, this touches on lots of women's issues around having children, child rearing, how the world perceives you as you're doing so. And, and then just because of the horror elements in it, it can get a little dicey at times. You're like, if you have any issues with lost children or or bad pregnancies or anything like that, this is not your movie. No, absolutely not. Yeah, consider yourself warned. Yeah, unfortunately, I, I started watching this film and my wife happened to walk in just as she starts getting out of bed and is stumbling oh. across the floor and she's just like, what are you watching? I'm like, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, and, and for me, even giving out that warning, the warning is literally, uh, if, if, if those kind of issues can touch on you emotionally, this will hit you hard. But the reason it'll hit you hard is they're very effective in the way that they do it. Another real plus for this film, much like uh, when we were talking about the ghost lights in our interview special a couple weeks mm -hmm. ago, the main character, the woman, she's not the, again, not the, you know, the final girl or anything. Yeah. She's not the, you know, the buxom, gorgeous horror. She's a very uh, relatable single mom. She's just a normal woman. Yes. It's really thrown into not normal, circum abnormal circumstances. No, in fact, that was what was effective about all of the characters. They all seemed, this is the family next door. This is your friend down the street. This is, these are people you know, and they, they don't have that um, Hollywood polish kind of, Thing where they're they're too pretty to be real. Yes, um, yeah. Not that they're not unattractive. They're just they're very normal people. Like the fact that she's a nurse, um, she comes home grubby. Mm -hmm. <laughs> she, she not every day is perfect hair <laughs> and <laughs> the nicest of clothes. It, it, it's like all of our lives, and so it makes it relatable, which then makes it scarier. Mm -hmm. One of the first villains in this film is Jane Badler. Mm -hmm. But she is only trying to do her job. Yeah, you really have to find yourself, and I thought she did it effectively. You have to find yourself in her shoes from their perspective. We are seeing everything from the main character Natalie's point of view. We know what has happened. We know that for what she's there for, for what the Lauren character is there for that she is she's she's innocent of everything she's being accused of but there is no other way from the outside not to see it yet as she's thrown a baby out or, right. or done something horrible to a child there's no way around that yeah it was a great little angle so yeah you there's a part of you just wants to dislike her because she's being really cruel in, in how she's approaching it but take it from her point of view it's like well yeah i mean what if this woman wasn't being haunted <laughs> by this this parasite this 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 thing uh you you would want this this woman would be the hero <laughs> oh I, 
Yeah, I mean, uh, this could very well turn around and be a Law and Order SVU from her <laughs> perspective. Yes. Yeah, no, I'm glad you. I'm glad you dug it. I was a little worried that I may have overhyped it. And I was like, "Gosh, was I just in the right mood that this just you know is is he going <laughs> to care for it as much?" I, I'm glad I was not the only one. I think this is a fantastic film to check out. And with lots of the independent screeners, we get lots of hit or miss, and, and it's fun to appreciate people on their first outing and all that. But then we have lots and lots of notes. Um, around that this one i mean you you could have put this in league with some of the better horror films that are out there it just is it's super effective it's well acted what effects there are are good um and, and this is a less is more kind of thing um you get a lot of your scare from the perception that of something happening rather than the actual sight of it yeah Oh, yeah, there is a um, – I won't go into – I don't want to spoil too much of this film because I really want people to check this out. But there is a moment when you have the uh, the one young girl who's acting as sort of the uh, the medium. Mm-hmm. And her scene in, in the hall with the mirrors is some of the – probably the, some of the most tense moments in this film. Uh-huh. And I was <laughs> kind of like on the edge of my seat. The whole time, just I'm like waiting for the jump scare, but you just you don't know when it's going to spring or if it's going to spring. Well, even when we introduced uh, the the little girl who plays as a medium and, and her creepy dad, because her dad is creepy, her grandfather, <laughs> I think it was a grandfather, whatever, a family relation. I, I didn't quite catch what it was, but either way, I thought, oh, okay, this is where the movie's going to go wrong. This is where it's going to get cheesy. Yeah, this is where it's going to turn into like a really bad poltergeist knockoff or something. Uh, poltergeist, or we're going to get all exorcist on it. This and... house is clean. Yeah, so <laughs> somebody's head's going to start turning and vomiting. It's just going to go... It's going to go sideways at this point, and it didn't. It no. actually kind of drew you in more. And I'm like, oh, oh, okay. Uh, so the filmmaker's kudos uh i I mean you you gave where you needed to you pulled back where you had to the writing was solid the story was great there's even a morality play in it at the end um Mm -hmm. and i don't want to get into that because it's totally worth it what i think we both see is kind of this film's strength i could see other people considering a weakness they could say maybe it's a little all over the place because it's pulling you know it's like the ring or it's like poltergeist or it's like this or it's like that and i'll say yes i think there's influences of (laughs) many different horror films that are kind of wrapped up into this one thing so yes i guess i can see your point that it is it could be described as not being able to pick a lane or something, but this is one of those rare films where I actually really enjoyed that fact that it didn't stay in its lane and it kind of wandered a little bit and it kind of, it's what kept you guessing. So when that next you know theme or whatever popped up, you know, you weren't necessarily ready for it and it kept you on edge. I think it fitted all in nicely, and it did. I mean, it, it it's like they went grocery shopping and picked all of their favorite parts of horror films and 
put them in right where they'd be effective and then pulled them back out and put in the next one. I, it, I, I liked it. It worked really well. And if this is David's first outing as directing, please keep going. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, Beth King, David Willing, uh, hope you write many, many more things together and uh, mm-hmm. do some more directing. Definitely names I will be locking, looking out for because uh, I, I really enjoyed this. Definitely. So uh, this will be available September 2nd on Amazon and then going to Tubi and Google TV on September 16th. Though There's going to be lots of easy ways. I would recommend trying to find this on one that doesn't have ad breaks. Yes. Uh, so watch it maybe sooner rather than later if you can catch it on Amazon or, or the Google TV. I don't know what Google TV, I don't know what their method is. I have never used them. But yeah. I know Tubi has ad breaks. Try to find this one without the ads. Go ahead and pay a couple bucks. Yeah, as with any uh, horror film, you don't want to interrupt. You want it to flow. Right, yes. All right, so yeah, two two hearty recommendations for Surrogate from 2022. Go and check that out. Thanks for listening. I hope you check it out. If you do, let us know what you think about it. Uh, send us an email at timeshifterspodcast at gmail.com or come on to any of the socials and, uh, and drop us a message. That's going to do it for now. We'll be back in about a week or so with a regular episode. Thanks for listening. Bye. See ya.